0: Stereotype and shattering stigma of being an alcoholic or addict in recovery. This is the Sense Right Now podcast, the podcast of SenseRightNow.com and Clean and Sober Okay.
1: Matty G. <laughs> yeah, what do you want to do? Yeah,
2: Matt's Matt, great. Okay, Matt. yeah. Matt's great. <laughs> we're gonna stick with that. I would like Matt uh, <laughs> <laughs> All
0: right, let's let's get started because uh, so tonight on uh, episode 21... 21? one, twenty one, we're legal now. Lucky we're now, finally but, legal. Wow. Um, Jeff and I are welcoming. Who's often been referred to as our friend? Our friend. And we always do air quotes whenever we yep. say it. I don't know
2: why. Um, Matt. Matt. What's hey up, guys? How Thanks are you? for having me. I'm Hi. glad I can be your friend. <laughs> air quotes. Air quotes, of course. Implied.
0: Um, and just briefly, you know, we have a long and storied history, um, mm-hmm. mostly uh, at a ad agency here in town where we all briefly worked together and then uh, in some ways all flamed out in our own unique ways yeah. and uh, gave oh God, al- we did. Alcoholics in Recovery a bad name.
2: <laughs> <laughs> we all flamed out in our own Just unique ways. Yeah.
1: Different flavors of plane right. crash. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Mine <Yes>. was fire. <laughs> you did. You did choose that. Yeah. That's funny. Um, so we're going to get your story tonight. Fantastic. A little bit. Yeah. Sure. Like sure. what happened.
2: What you're, happened? You're yeah. back in town. I am. I'm back in St. Louis. I've been here for six weeks. Six weeks? Cool. Uh-huh.
1: What, yeah. And how many How many wonderful days of sobriety do you have right now?
2: Uh, my sobriety date is April 8th, 2014. Okay. So tomorrow will be uh, eight months.
1: Fantastic. Oh, wait, cool. no. Today is eight months.
2: Look at that. Wow. Thank you. It's just happening for you. It is. See? That's One awesome. One time. That's awesome. I'm ahead of myself. But yeah. 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 I was in Chicago for uh, almost seven months. Okay. Um, And just moved back to town. It was a decision I was very easy for me to make. I Mm -hmm. love St. Louis, and uh, my friends are here, and my children are here, and uh, it was time to come back.
1: And this this time around, Mm -hmm. right? From the moment I talked to you, Mm -hmm. it sounded like something happened. Something different happened than the other times around. Yeah. Yes, yes. This is not
2: my first, uh, first, nor my second, nor my fourth, nor my sixth really uh, attempt at sobriety. It's right. uh, something I've struggled with for, since I was, well, for the better part of 14 years. Um, periods of sobriety anywhere from a few weeks to, at one point, almost five years. Um, so, but yeah, something changed. And I think I can attribute that to to desperation. Yeah, You know, to... Just having enough pain to completely and totally say, uh, whatever, whatever it is I need to do, I don't know what I need to do. I right. felt that I knew the answers in the past, and right. that just got me drunk. So yeah, uh, I don't have any answers.
1: Right, and so and that was, I think, the ultimate. You know, when you you talk to people, and when you when you're talking to them, you immediately can hear when they start to tell you. These these reasons that they're not going to do the things you're suggesting that everyone's telling them they should do. There's always right. a special reason of why they don't have to do that or don't have to do that. And immediately, you're like, oh, you're not yeah. done yet. You're right. Not done yet. <laughs> but this last time, it was just you totally surrendered, you, and you could tell it was just you're you were done.
2: Yeah, and you know what? I've I've said I've been done before, and yeah. I've all, and every time I've quit drinking or using drugs, I've absolutely unequivocally believed that I was done right I've Mm -hmm. wholeheartedly thought you know it's it's never been well in the back of my mind I'm pulling it over on these people and I can't wait to to get loaded again now it's it's always I don't know I guess I'm just really gullible to my own (laughs) brand of bs but uh (laughs) but that said uh yeah I'm done today yeah and uh and you know if I keep doing what I'm supposed to do I'll be done tomorrow and we'll take it from there yeah
0: well, and since right now is what this has all been founded mm-hmm. on really, and you know I should just back up really quickly yeah. and say that you know I, I was telling Matt earlier this week that you know he's certainly one of the 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 people that that served as a foundation on which sort of this has began this you know since right now in clean and sober um and uh yeah, it's interesting. I don't know if if Jeff's told you or you know he's he's talked to you more recently than I have about all this, but you know, I, when you talk about being done, I needed to learn a bit about how to help people when I, when I thought they were done, because there was a period when I thought you were done mm-hmm. sort of the second to last time. Yeah. And, you know, I don't know if Jeff told you, was all frantic, like, what are we going to do? What are we going to do? You know, how do we got to do, you know, it's like, we got to do something. Right, right. And Jeff was, you know, who's experienced a lot more of, um, I guess, these challenges um, it was just like until someone's ready it's it's not going to happen right
1: and uh, so yeah it's one of those frustrating things where yeah we you know you can see it and when they're using and, and you just cannot do anything there's just mm-hmm. nothing to do mm-hmm. it becomes so frustrating or you just you know your heart goes mm-hmm. out to them but you know they got to play they got to run its course right and some people never make it out of that that's what's yeah. different you know yeah that's the worst part it's a really difficult
2: lesson to learn and yeah. you know it's something i had to learn too it's yeah because i i just have a tendency to believe that everybody's going to make it yeah and through experience i've learned that very few right. ultimately very few make it yeah. and uh and it's it's difficult sometimes yeah. you know i in the last 8 months i've had two acquaintances die i've had mm-hmm. a lot of people one of whom i i lived with in a recovery house and mm-hmm. you know a lot of people around me um, have gone back out and mm. uh, and you know i i don't know i think that ultimately that serves a good purpose for people in recovery i know that sounds selfish and callous but but um, to realize that you know we're we're really, really only in control of what we do. Um, and people, you know, you're not done until you're done. I don't
1: know. So at the recovery house, you how long were you in there?
2: <clears throat> I was in there for 8 weeks. Yeah. And this yeah. is
1: like a Harris House first step house it's, kind of thing. It's
2: called the First Step House, yeah it's, yeah. it's um outside of Chicago in the suburbs, not far from where I grew up and um it's uh it's hardcore. I mean, I went in thinking it was going to be a 4 week program. Right. I went in thinking that you know, Right. <laughs> Little Country I, Club? yeah. Well, that no. was my experience with recovery houses in the past. This was my third time, and it wasn't a true recovery house. Right. You know, I went to, um, in 2002, I went to, you know, up in Minnesota yep. to the Harvard of Rehab. Yep, the Harvard um, of later Rehab. Later that same year, I went to, I don't know, like the um, Amherst of Rehab, maybe, <laughs> or Yale of Rehab. Um, <clears throat> West Coast, the Pepperdine of rehab. and Rehab. Yep. Uh, and, <laughs> and then, you know, then it... It worked for me for a long time. Mm-hmm. So this was, no, this was not the kind and loving arms of AA. The First Step House was <laughs> a, I showed up with my parents, well, right. my father. Um, I should mention both of my parents are in recovery um, and have have over three years sober yeah. and are big proponents of AA. Right. They are um, big book thumpers, yeah. for lack of a better term. But, um, you know, showed up in my parents' minivan, loaded up with... Uh, Toiletries and clothes and bedding and right. pillows, right. and you know, my laptop and a tablet. And they That's were like, snuggly. yeah, it, like, practically, yeah. I've got my Bill W snuggy, no. And they were like, You know what? You can leave all that in the car because we have everything you need here. Um, and and you know, all right. they sat you down and set you straight. Oh, yeah, 45 <laughs> minutes of spittle flying, just utter debasement, you know, yeah. being being dressed down by the proprietor of the place. But right. you know what? It was exactly what I needed, yeah, because. I'm I'm a very manipulative um guy. Yeah. And but we all are. Yeah. Yeah, I mean yeah. that's the nature of it. Yeah. An active addict. That's that's what we do. Absolutely. Right. Absolutely. And you know, I mean and and um I'm just I just become so accustomed to finding an angle and kind of hacking mm-hmm. the system to get what it is I want out of mm-hmm. it. Um that I guess that's one of the things that gave way this time too. Was that you know I'm just going to submit to the system, yeah, and and do whatever it is I'm told to do. Yeah, so it's the hardest
1: thing. Yeah, nobody wants to do that until they're absolutely desperate enough and have no other choice. The last option. Yeah. It's crazy,
2: and that was the, the fork in the road. I was looking at was really honestly, um, death or yeah recovery. Yeah, um, mm. you know I tried to have my cake and eat it too yeah. for a long time, yeah. um, and inevitably after a period of poorly balancing um <laughs> you know drinking and using in my own, on my own um isolated yeah. and living life the the two just aren't amenable it's not sustainable right inevitably drinking and using will become my life everything it, else get yeah. blotted out so it was like yeah i'm i'm either going to die or i'm going to um to forget everything i know and just and become mm-hmm.
1: teachable did you when you were, <laughs> started using again yes Was it like a slow thing at first hidden take a while Um, or was it a quick crash or... or This last time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Well, it started with alcohol. Yeah. um, Which was
2: last December 13th. I had about six and a half months sober. Okay. Um, I had moved back to Chicago again. Yeah. Um, Came back to St. Louis, got a new apartment. Um, I was reading a book about a guy who had all this turmoil in his life and drank a lot of uh, bourbon. (laughs) And so I, you know, poor me, right? Mm Mm-hmm. I had all this turmoil in my life. I was going through divorce. I had lost my job. I had, you know, was separated from my children. And I thought, well, if this guy can drink bourbon. I'm gonna go drink bourbon. <laughs> so one evening, um, my ex-wife came to pick up my kids at, at my loft. They drove away. I went and got a flask of bourbon. I hate bourbon, but you know, somehow my broken mind. Yeah, was it was like a romantic. is a good thing. idea. Right. So that that um, yeah, kicked it off. Yeah, and I remembered speaking to you the next day, Jeff. Did you? Yeah, I called you. I was. Uh, I called oh, yeah, you and said right. I drank. Yeah, because oh, wow. I what ended up happening uh, was I I went to a I drank a pint of bourbon and yeah. then I wanted to keep going so I went to a pub across
1: the street yeah. from my apartment. Yeah, I think I dropped you off that night. You did from a meeting. You may have. Yeah, or within the you know within like a day or day two of, yeah. of there, but yeah. they were having a trivia night
2: at the pub, and so I entered the trivia night you know, drinking by myself and I won. <laughs> and you know, the prize for winning is they take permit. care of your bar tab. Oh, my <laughs> God. So I'm like, oh, I only have a coat. So I started buying drinks for all these people, you know, because I get this free bar tab. Anyway, that, that <laughs> night culminated in the police bringing me home because they found me. And this is right across the street from your house.
1: Yeah. Right, right around the corner. And Not I have far. nine. I
2: really don't remember much, but in any case, um, then the drugs, <laughs> oh, you know, I guess it, Bears mentioning that my drug of choice um, had become over, you know, I don't, th- well, it, became, it had become legal drugs yeah. that mm-hmm. I would order online from yeah. the UK, generally speaking. Right. So it's, it's um, a cl- fake, fake pot, K2. Yeah. Um, bath salts is the category? It well, was. that's a fake whole, that's else. a different thing. Bet, yeah, there's the cannabinoids, which are the um, s- marijuana, synthetic marijuana yeah. derivatives, and I s- really got into those, and then the bath salts or the Massage powder powders or shoe yeah. powders. Or <laughs> shoe powders, or powders is my favorite. Right? Is, um, <laughs> a whole, those are called cathinones and they're synthetic. Um, Crack derivatives. No, the synthetic bird, No, of uh, something called cot k h a t, which is a, a leaf yeah. that's chewed. Yeah. In the Stimulant. Right. In the Middle East, primarily. Yeah. Um, Interesting. Somebody isolated that in the late 60s, and anyway, it made a huge comeback in in Europe. Wow, it's big business over there, and so yeah. for a long time you could buy these. Uh, gas stations mm-hmm. all around the yeah. St. Louis area you could buy fake mm-hmm. pot and it got stronger and stronger and um, it was easily justifiable by me and yeah. anyway so th- this last time I was ordering uh, online fake pot and it was really it's really good it was really strong. Yeah. It, they ban the chemical so
1: quickly and they have to come up with your a formulas. That's, that's so. like frightening. When you hear that story, this chemical gets banned, so we're <laughs> just going to redo another one. Like what And I never knew. Saying? And, yeah. you know, I don't know. I, I, had a, I had a friend, I was in London one time with this uh, she was she was a co-worker she was from I remember. And, <laughs> and we were out at the market and you, that's where you, they, you can buy all these synthetic mm. whatever they are and so she's asking me what these things are and I'm trying to tell her as much as I know like I think it's some kind of synthetic drug they only sell mm. here but it's really freaking strong don't take any mm. so she's like alright then she goes back to the market because she's from Columbia and she's like I'm from Columbia I do blow all the time I know I can do this it's no problem <laughs> so she buys a pack smokes them in her hotel room and doesn't come out for forty-eight hours, misses her flight. Com- just freaks out. Like yeah. has yeah. a total breakdown from this. Like I don't know what it was. I mean, i well, like, oh was, my goodness.
2: It was probably one of the the bath salts, which which you <laughs> generally a lot of people smoke and a lot of people would bang it. You know, they. Yeah. Yeah. I no, just shit. Snor- I snorted it, yeah. and you you know you bought it in grams, and it was like cocaine. So, yeah. but I hadn't. You know, <clears throat> of course. I didn't want to associate it with the criminal element no you know, that was my, part of my justification right. matrix was <laughs> this is just hey the... i'm ordering it online and <laughs> it's all cool yeah at the office the poor mailroom lady <laughs> matt you have another cod for 490 dollars. you know <laughs> I, yeah that's
1: me so oh um, my god that's so funny but anyway that was uh yeah that was my drug of choice <laughs> So, and you were, yeah, I'm yes, all the, this is coming back now. All, all the ways you were paying for it, all the creative ways you were finding, oh, yeah, well, we worked together. And Jeff and right now. I
2: at the time, um, when I went back when I started using, <laughs> oh, you well, Jeff was still there, yeah, yeah. Jeff oh. and I, yeah, he confronted me at one point because I, you know, I'm almost like I'm almost 5'10 and I was under like 135 pounds yeah. and. So, and people were asking me, you know, what's, right. what's going on? Are yeah. you okay? And so I told them, uh, yeah, I'm a vegan now, Oh, you, which is another, then you have to, so I had to look up what I'm not allowed to eat, which is most everything. Right. Right. But you know, anything to obscure the fact that I that was like, hilarious. and it was, <clears throat> it was incredibly addictive and inc- oh I mean, this one particular strain called MDPV, well, um, I'm which was, I'm going to gonna start, beep that out. Yeah, well, it's I'm not kidding. a brand name; it's uh, okay. oh, a abbreviated oh, name of oh, the chemical, it. and okay. it, it's not a sponsor of right. the show. No, no, exactly. <laughs> it's brought to you by MDTV. <laughs> and if you use the code, twenty <laughs> percent at our what's? It's now illegal around the world, I think. Yeah. But oh my goodness, it was uh, so incredibly strong. Yeah. Um, it was. I've never done methamphetamine, uh, amphetamine, but I can only imagine that this is what it was like because <laughs> it would keep me up for days. Oh, the paranoia was crushing, and. Uh, um, yeah, it's a tough way to live, you know. So so you were still at the agency. Mm-hmm.
0: Je- Jeff was still there. You were still at home? No. You were still married? Yeah, I was still With, married. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. This was yeah. all um, we, we didn't
2: get separated until October of
0: 2012. Yeah. And doing MD-24,
2: staying up, getting paranoid. Yeah, on the regs. Oh, my God. Yeah. Um, and then smoking uh, synthetic pot to come down. Wow. So, and around this time, you know, around Jeff, when did you leave the agency in like 2011? Yes, when you left, then it got crazy. It got a lot worse for me, yeah, because the company was changing and they didn't really know what to do with me, and I became really cavalier about Mm. um, about my drug use. I used a lot in the office. Yeah, Um, I would smoke in my office all the time, (laughs) and (laughs) uh, everybody had to know that. I was in dire straits. But, you know, at that yeah. point, I'd had so many...
1: Write-ups from mornings. So
2: many, yeah, yeah just, yeah, it, you know, they, I won't say, I don't really believe in enabling, at least in a professional setting, yeah, but yeah. Right. I really felt like a special set of rules applied to me because yeah. I'd gotten away with so much right. crap. And um, yeah. Yeah. and so I was f- flaunting it. Right.
1: And, and isn't that funny? Well,
0: and you were so good at what you did right. and respected <clears throat> for right. thank you your talent. Right. That's what and that's your achievements. Yeah, that, yeah. I mean,
1: it's so it's hard to rationalize because in the creative world, right? It, you'll put up with a lot, of exactly. Talent, and it's really it's funny insane. And I, and I in always... any other business, you know. Oh no! You, yeah, yeah. First, first time.
2: Two be years gone. before right. that, yeah.
1: You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you could. You hung in there for two years when yeah. everyone knew something
2: and no one wanted to know. Nobody right? wanted to know, but everybody knew something. I got I had so many people coming in my office and saying, here. "Matt, does it smell like pot in here?" And I'd go, "Probably." <laughs> you should cut down, but you know, it was, you know. And really, in really the last year yeah. that I was there, I wasn't you know, I wasn't even really working. It's almost like I'd become this mascot or this <laughs> totem of creativity. Yeah. Like, hey, if we keep him around right. we can just, you know yeah. we'll we'll drag him out for meetings and mm-hmm. gussy him up and say, yeah. hey, here's this creative guy. God, that's fine. And, funny. Um, and I, I always, you know, I I associated um, for years and years and years creativity and self-destructive yeah. behavior. Um, and certainly like uh, mind
0: Altering, yeah. in, in some one form or another, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's like even if it's it's un, unaided, like even your dep- a depression. You know, being depressed right. is like right. a hallmark of creativity, and you embrace it, right? Absolutely. I mean, there'd be no Morrissey mm-hmm. if that wasn't the case, right? But um, <laughs> shout out to Moz. Hey, Moz. <laughs> and if you call now, <laughs> <laughs> um, but as was, well, I, I got to back up for one second though, because this was what is what's interesting to me. My perspective of the timeline was that this had happened after. Jeff had left. Mm -hmm. Um, Can I, well, I'll ask, and you can tell me if you want to answer, but what, what, I'm surprised that you started while he was still there. What Mm. prompted
1: if? It was for a while though.
2: Uh, It was, it was for a while, probably a year before Jeff left. And there was one instance in which um, I had missed a meeting and uh, I'd made up some bad excuse. And the fact of the matter was, as these drugs became scarcer right. in the St. Louis area, I'd have to drive farther and farther to get them right. to gas stations. Anyway, I was driving off somewhere. I missed a meeting. Jeff called me in his office and said, hey, mate, what's going on? You know, basically, we're really tight friends. I know you really right. well. Um, and uh, you're you're running and gunning. I know the hallmarks of this mm-hmm. behavior. This is what you're doing. And you can either tell me the truth or lie to me. And, you know it was one of the many opportunities I had to come clean and potentially get some help. Um, But of course I lied. Mm -hmm. I said, no, you know, I mean, by that Mm -hmm. point my marriage was starting to deteriorate just because of honesty issues. You Mm -hmm. know, my wife, I mean, come on, you know, when a guy loses 30 pounds and, um, and she'd been with you on relapses before. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. She's been with me since, she was nineteen years old, you wow, know, and I was twenty-one. Yeah. So, you know, she we were together for almost twenty years. Yeah, yeah wow. she knew she knew everything, and you know, yeah. my children were young. Um, fortunately, they, um, you know, I was I was always so secretive. I've never a social user, hmm. never, um, mm-hmm. even e- with alcohol, never social. Right. You know, right. that, well, that bar it? I spoke of earlier. It's yeah. The last bar I've that's the only bar I've drank in in probably fifteen years. Yeah. that's interesting. <laughs> so you used by yourself all the time. Always by myself.
0: But but I guess what I understand what wow. if you want to what mm-hmm. triggered it How, why did you begin using again because I can't imagine I mean I can't imagine it just surprises complacency.
2: me complacency i yeah. comfortability you know I mean I was at a good place in my life and that I was doing well professionally right um, and, you know I I struggled with depression my whole life sure. I've been on some I started medication when I was you know like seven years old or something oh. but um, In any case, uh, I I can't remember where I was going with this, but yeah, it was just the general comfortability Mm. to the point where, um, yeah, home life was pretty good. We had two little kids. We had a nice house. Career was good. Everything on the surface was really positive, and I wanted my cake and and the ability Mm. to eat it too. I never really let go of the illusion that I deserved or was somehow entitled to this extra degree of comfort Hmm. that I felt I could find. Hmm. So what I wanted to do is I wanted to start smoking pot. Interesting. Um, But I didn't know anybody who sold it or had it. Hmm. So I found this website and uh, actually Jeff, I had just been promoted Mm -hmm. um, to, a role and uh, before my, and I anyway, the same day, the very first meeting that I had with my peers, there were mm-hmm. four of us mm-hmm. in this role. Mm-hmm. Uh, the very first meeting, that same day, I'd gotten my very first sample of synthetic marijuana. <laughs> I'd never wow. smoked it before. Wow. So I went into the stairwell and Jesus, uh, at, at work and I took a one hit and right. I thought, there's no way this works. It was called like right, right. Savage Thunder or something. <laughs> and I just thought, this is going to be bunk, you know? <laughs> and I was so. <laughs> insanely time travel high. Immediately. Wow. <laughs> it was horrible. Oh so then I God. went into this meeting with my peers and I'm this young guy in this authority position and I'm just like, oh, it was horrible. <laughs> but then I, th- I thought after that, hmm. You know, it's an odd phenomenon, but I really think in large part, I, I was addicted to the secrecy of it, too. Really? It wasn't just yeah, getting it high. high, it was yeah. being high and you not knowing I yeah. was high. Yeah, if yeah. I could pull that, there were <laughs> so fast, many man. meetings I was in, and so many situations where I was high, and then afterwards, it was that rush of...
1: Yeah, no I one knew. Pull pulled it off. Pulled it off.
2: Funny you
0: funny you mention something. that. I have a cup oh, here wow. for you. Wow. I'm going to need you
2: to... <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. You know what? And talking about this stuff, I'm... <laughs> I'm an open book sure. and that's mm-hmm. the only way I can do this stuff. Right. The exactly. only way I can be in recovery is to be unflinchingly honest yeah. because and it does it makes me ill sometimes when I think of how cavalier I was mm-hmm. and how you know I mean I remember thinking life is hard mm-hmm. life is really hard yeah. and we owe it to ourselves to do anything we need to do or feel we need to do to get through it. Mm-hmm. And that was how I justified it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I mean, you know, it's certainly on the surface sounds like it makes sense, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um,
1: It's the way we all think. Yeah. We all think. And it's funny because I think until you. Surrender, mm-hmm. and that compulsion leaves you, and you're if whatever you're still holding on to, I, I almost feel like there's this constant uncomfortableness that is the disease, or this yeah. constant. Yeah. There's something missing in my life. I don't know what it is, but it's just a feeling I have, and mm-hmm. I have to find something to fill that hole. Mm-hmm. And until you, and I think that's there a lot, even in sobriety, it's, mm-hmm. it comes back up. Um, but it, <clears throat> you, you told me recently that that compulsion to use mm-hmm. left you which it was did. huge and I don't, I don't think that it happened in no, a while no it did it did and you know I um... which is a miracle I think that's the miracle of the program mm. when that compulsion to use and drink the thing that is constantly driving you mhm is gone. That's the thing you want to be grateful. I mean, that's it. That's it, like it, the magic kind it of... It was
2: a compulsion to <clears throat> escape. Yeah. Um, you know, in this last... Uh, starting about a year ago up it's until... The compulsion
1: to escape, yeah.
2: Yeah. I would look at it as like taking a little vacation from my own head, sure. you know? And yeah. Whenever I would I'd drink alone in my apartment. and um, and, uh, um it, But that did go away. And, uh, you know, so much of it for me in the end when I was just drinking was grounded in fear. You know, fear <laughs> that I wouldn't be able to sleep. Fear that... Um, fear of depression, fear sure. of loneliness, fear mm-hmm. of... And when I faced up to that, and you know, I don't want to get too deep into program stuff here, mm-hmm. but when, you know, you, you yeah. do your moral inventory, you mm-hmm. kind of find out who you are, mm-hmm. you, you try to let go of some of those defects of character. Mm-hmm. Once I did that, I was really afraid of what was going to be left, because, mm-hmm, you know, right. I made a defect, exactly. you know? These were my... <laughs> I'm, I'm all, right. Right. you know... <clears throat> defects and gristle yeah. but um <laughs> but but you know i i uh they were coping mechanisms you know sure. you build you build up this facade so you can get the, yeah. mm-hmm. in your mind's eyes so you can get through life i had done that and then once i stripped a lot of that away and started getting honest i was afraid of what i was going to find mm-hmm. but i found that i'm not afraid of what i'm discovering yeah mm-hmm. there's the, i sleep pretty well at night mm-hmm. yeah i um you know i don't have that crushing depression mm-hmm. and and just the relief of not
1: having to manage that double life right. what's funny to me is when you said because i agree i i've always thought if i gave up my anger mm-hmm. all my creativity and drive mm-hmm. because i cre- used to create from a place of anger sure. you know mm-hmm. i'd use that a lot as a reason not mm-hmm. to be like oh, i'm angry because that's how i get passionate about my work mm-hmm. and it's such <laughs> bullshit but it's funny that you you recently said you were surprised at how good you were at writing still, and yeah. to us, right. it's sort of like, of course you are. Right. It's always been. There. But in you know, for you, it's it's like the saying, like, if I get rid of all this shit, yeah. what's going to be left? Am I still going to be? A, can I still do this? Right? Yeah. 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 And I hate to personify, but yeah. in
0: way, I mean, that's that's what the addiction tells you, right? Yeah. I mean, that's yeah. part of Absolutely. its self-preservation mechanism. Yeah. is You won't be able to do this without me. Is that's right? You know, Absolutely. that part of your brain that's doing that
1: is is trying to convince you of that in mm-hmm. a sense, right? Yeah. But from the um, outside, like from, from us, there was right. never a doubt. Right. You know oh, what I'm well saying? that's kind of you guys well, to just, say, but, you know. I don't know. I just, I, I had no, this... No, Matt, you're not, you're not funny with that. I'm sorry. Hey, you know what? <laughs> that's it. I'm out. No, I,
2: I just had this deep-seated <laughs> belief that all really, truly talented people were also yeah. really, truly broken. Deeply <laughs> yeah. and, and irrevocably broken. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I believe that about myself. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I mean, I, I don't know. I'm just, I'm coming to realize a lot of things. I'm still at 8 months I'm a baby guys you know mm-hmm. and and I always used to say I've been in and out of the program for 13 plus years but I'd never really been in in recovery yeah. until right. now I mean I had almost 5 years of sobriety at one point yeah. but it was it was abstinence right it mm-hmm. was nothing more than mm. abstinence mm-hmm. yeah I was busy in my life yep. things were going great yep. and it was easy not to put myself in those situations where you know Hmm. where and now that i'm i'm kind of alone and kind of starting over in a lot of Uh regards um you know there's a it would be very easy for me to find that impetus and say yeah well i deserve to, but uh, but i can't anymore i mean to do that would be to Mm -hmm. i just can't i it's very difficult to explain it it sounds so black and white but the alternative to me is 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 death, really. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah, no, and I think, I mean, we certainly understand and I know like plenty of people that will be listening to this understand mm-hmm. and there are people that don't necessarily yet and I think that will be, you know, it's incredibly, um I don't know, enlightening and powerful stuff. Just, mm-hmm. you know, getting there is like part of my, I, w- I always want everybody to get there, you know, yeah. I want everybody to be where we are, you yeah. know, where where Jeff and I are yeah. and where you
2: are now. Yeah,
0: yeah. Um, because, man, there's so much fucking pain on the other side. I, you yeah. know,
2: it just... It's just, it's heartbreaking. heartbreaking. Yeah, I yeah. didn't know he could use profanity.
1: Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's on, baby. Oh, yeah. Can um, I take my shirt off? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, no I, CC's I, gonna come down on us. This uh, <laughs> yeah, no, sorry. you know,
2: I, and when I say the alternative is death, I guess, I'm not saying well, I'd overdose within two weeks. That wouldn't happen. It would be a slow, miserable death for me, yeah. you know? I mean, yeah. and, and, and spiritual death and just, mm-hmm. uh, that means there's no
1: hope. And, uh, and there certainly is a lot of hope. So you went to, you get in treatment that you, that you have to do a bust out.
2: Yeah. So the way it works is you, you check into this treatment facility. It's $80 a week. You live with anywhere from, you know, it could just be you in this house or Mm -hmm. it could be up to eight guys. Mm -hmm. Um, they have three to five meetings a day, anywhere from, you know, some of these meetings are 10 people. Some can be upwards (laughs) of 70 people. Right. Because um, the
1: community the, comes in and supports the it. The community yeah.
2: comes in and supports it. It's a great house. Yeah, it really, it's it's a fantastic yeah. place. Um, and that's that that's my plug for Step House displays mm-hmm. Illinois. is a wonderful place to get sober. And, uh, um, but it's not the, it's not necessarily the kind and loving arms of AA. Yeah. Um. There's a tremendous amount of fellowship. There is a, you know, there's a warmth and a closeness and mm-hmm. a sense of shared purpose. But, they call it how they see it, and they mm-hmm. will call out call you out on your delusional bullshit right which, um you need i needed it yep. um but so in any case you, the first week that you're there the first week that you live there you need to on saturday morning they have a meeting called the bust out and the bust out is where the newest resident of the house tells their story mm-hmm. in its totality hmm. to it's the largest meeting of the week right to um 70 plus people right and, you know, there are a lot of people there with 30, 40 years of sobriety. Wow. There are a lot of Irish immigrants yeah. there. Um, yeah. The whole back row were brogues. There were like 12, yeah. you know, yeah. I'm an alcoholic and I've got yeah. 33
1: years of sobriety <laughs> yeah. and the whole thing.
2: And <laughs> a lot of people in the trades, a lot of, you know, it's, it's the northwest side of Chicago. Yeah, There's a lot of this like swagger, the yeah. blue collar, yeah. like, you know, hey, listen, you know, yeah. I'm gonna tell you how it's going, guy, yeah. but um, <laughs> so they really, they come at you, they come at you and... Uh, and
0: no, two other people weren't in the room with us just then, people.
2: <laughs> that's, that's all the miracle of, of magic, right. <laughs> The magic. Yeah. Um, but but
1: uh, I got it really easy, I will say. <laughs> I did. told my story because I was so, I was stripped so bare. Yeah, so you come in there, some guys that aren't done yet. And they start oh, yeah. fucking around, making excuses, oh, in their they, out, and they're bust out. Oh, yeah, there's a, a lot of guys who, oh, they're just salivating, <laughs> yeah. chomping
2: at the bit. And so you hear a lot, like, somebody will say, well, I heard a lot of, uh, I heard some pride in there. Yeah. <laughs> you know, gotta get rid of that. Or um, some guys will just, you know what? And, and, but it's always the caveat, it's always wrapped in, it's the... Um, compliment sandwich of, yeah of, you know it's yeah. like you're yeah. a piece of shit but i love you but you're a piece of shit you know <laughs> so there was a lot of like you know what you'll, you'll hear somebody do a bust out and somebody will say hey what i hear is a using conniving lying cheating tornado of a human being who yeah. destroys lives and lays waste to the love and trust of others in other words you're just like me yeah. you know right and um anyway mm-hmm. I had been around there the previous summer when I was in Chicago. I'd gone to meetings there. Um
1: so you, you know I knew people. a lot of guys there <laughs> yeah. and
2: I received a lot of support. Um, a lot of people saying, hang in there. Yeah. You know, I, I uh but you only have one story and um well ultimately you only have one story right. and so i my you know the crux of i i told them my experience i told them where i was right there there at that moment and that was i i've got nothing you know mm-hmm. i've got nothing to say i don't have any ideas or designs on how i'm going to accomplish this right. mm-hmm. um i am putty in your hands i need help mm-hmm. um i don't want to drink or use again yeah, and nice. and they they really came together um i still i was i was on the phone with several of those guys tonight i I have a good base of friends there and uh and that's the that's the beauty of of this deal you know mm-hmm. for i went to meetings for years Jeff you and I went yeah. to meetings yeah. i went to meetings for over ten years and many many times i uh you know i just i would get there right when it started I would leave right when it ended mm-hmm. I wouldn't extend my hand I wouldn't talk to people yeah. um and, you know, it's, a, and, and I would tell people what I thought they wanted to hear from me. Yeah. You know, path of least resistance. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, going to a meeting for me was like taking a vitamin. Um, it's just like, eh, I guess I need to do this and I'm mm-hmm. not going to feel any real effects, but you know, it's vitamin D. It's supposed to be good for you. I don't know. So that was kind of how I viewed it. Like, <laughs> right. I don't feel any different. I'm not really going to listen, but I guess it's a better way to spend an hour than, you know, whatever. And, uh, I don't know. I just, I jumped into it pretty hard and, uh. Had two great sponsors in Chicago, and uh, I have a great sponsor here in St. Louis. And uh, yeah, I just do, I kind of submit, you
1: know, I yeah. just kind of do what I'm told. It's funny, I, I had read somewhere that statistically speaking, uh, people that just go to meetings and do the steps are no more likely to recover than people who don't. It was some long term mm-hmm. study, but the fellowship part mm-hmm. made the difference. The actual mm-hmm. fellowship part is where the people who st- came 20 the 2020 club as we say 20 minutes before and stay 20 minutes afterwards yeah yeah <laughs> those were the people that had a much better statistical chance to recover than Ooh. those who just came for the meeting part right and, right and so that you know it's the fellowship in a and, lot of ways and that holds true though yeah across uh, recovery right. yeah yeah it's no like crush. something
0: like one having one person one friend in recovery yeah. increases your chance of staying in recovery by like 25 yeah. percent having two friends in recovery you know Upset a bit, I guess, yeah, or something yeah, like that. Yeah. But um, that's that's really the, yeah. the determining factor. Yeah, um,
2: accountability. Exactly. Yeah. Having accountability, and and it, to answer your earlier question, Chris, in a sense, when Jeff left the agency we mm-hmm. worked, and you had gone, right? You know, my two closest sober friends were no longer there. Right. Most of the people I worked with didn't know that I was in recovery, yeah. or um, or were you know, worked under me. Yeah, so yeah. what are they going to do? Yeah. And so I just, there, there was no accountability.
1: <laughs> but there, there was no, there was what no, what are they going to do? Yeah, exactly.
2: But, but
0: when we, okay, so when we were all there, my sense is, I, I, I've never like, sh- you know, worn a badge or shouted it from the rooftops, but I've also never been anonymous, whatever, mm-hmm. you know. Um, did, did everybody that worked there, did they all know we all were non-drinkers? You guys would know mm-hmm. better than I. Did they know uh, you guys didn't drink before I got there?
2: Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. I think so. I yeah. think when I started dinner. working with Jeff, I didn't know that he didn't drink. I thought he was a party animal because he would tell stories about staying out really late. and I know. He's so good at that, though. Then we were on, <laughs> I know. I know. And then we were on our way to a client meeting. And mm-hmm. And we worked on beer. Right. Yeah. We worked on beer and, and, and liquor. Weird. Yeah. And you said, uh, yeah, we're going to meet with this client and... Uh, uh, he's a little grumpy it's because he's an alcoholic he's new in recovery i can say that because i'm an alcoholic and i'm in recovery and i was like what yeah so am i brother and i you know we practically parked and right. hugged it out right there because yeah. it was it was amazing yeah and and you know i you and i and went he's on still a, in recovery
1: went defiant. on a client he
2: is yeah, i saw no, him friday him. night i know he's a fantastic he guy that, i know him amazing a big hug and I know, goes that friday night. um and and <clears throat> chris you and i Shortly after we started working together, we went on a trip to Los Angeles together. And I think right. we had, like, a real talk. That's right. And kind of got to know each other. and um, Right. And that's when I kind of found out, you know, what your right. deal mm-hmm. was. Um, Which, I mean, we we were, or at least I was, having the least sobriety. By far, the three of us, I felt really fortunate. Mm. The three of us traveled a lot together. Yeah. yeah. We laughed a lot together. We had a lot of fun together. And, you know, I mean, it was never... There was never a question that I drink, and that's that's. I never felt like I would again, and that's part of I guess the fellowship and that mm-hmm. shared sense of purpose and accountability that all types of recovery mm-hmm. I think are in large part grounded in. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I know I'm I'm an AA guy. I know people who um, are in other types of recovery, mm-hmm. um, and I know people who are sober and just have a lot of sober friends, and that seems to really seems to really take the edge off because. <laughs>
1: Yeah. Did you? So what's your? What are you doing now? What's your schedule now? What's your recovery like now? Are you? How many meetings are you go to? Uh, to? I go to recovery?
2: five a week. Five a week. Wow. Yeah, five a week. I do. Uh, well, I like <coughs> all right. I'm gonna come clean here. I yeah. lied to my sponsor to be here tonight because he wanted to go to a meeting. Wow. Um, wanted me to go to a meeting with him, and right. then I. Don't you have to I, come clean about that? Huh? Do you have to come clean about yeah. it? <laughs> I already told them. Oh, oh. I'm, I'm i I've, that's one of the things I discovered about myself is right. once once I stop lying, yeah, like it, all bets are off. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm beyond an open book, I'm I yeah. overshare yeah. all the freaking time. <laughs> yeah. um, but anyway, uh, no, I go I go to a Tuesday night, that's my home group. I go to a Wednesday night, I go to a Friday night, I go to a Saturday afternoon, and I go to a Sunday evening. Nice, and, uh, and I have a sponsor. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I talk to him every day. Cool. Um, he's a great guy. Cool. We have a lot in common. Yeah. <laughs> you know I, him. I, I do. Are um, you working... And you've worked steps, working the steps. Um, I'm steps. working step nine right now. Cool. I've been on step nine. Um,
1: but a few out there that you just can't find, can't
2: make. <sighs> can't make. I've got yeah. a couple financial amends to make. Yes. I've got... Um, and really, my sponsor in Chicago, who's a big-time... Uh, police guy yeah. in, back in the day in yeah. the CPD yeah. I mean he was he's mm. a cop he's hardcore yeah. and uh, but a gentleman and a <clears throat> and a dear friend anyway he he told me I was going to be on nine for a long time um, because <laughs> he hilarious. because I, I, I when I came in um, I was just a blank slate yeah. and, and I said populate me with stuff tell me things to do so I cranked through the first five steps yeah. in a matter of like you know six weeks yeah yeah and I think his point was put on the brakes, but you know I'm so. Up, um, but I have worked all twelve before. Yeah, yeah, of course. Mom. I had a sponsor when I had five years of sobriety. Yeah. I had a sponsor who uh, was really, um, really hardcore, and we worked all the steps. Yeah, and, yeah, then, that's good. So this financial, man, you're you're making them. Yeah, yeah, slowly but surely. Right. You know, I mean, um, that's good. It, it's my financial situation is I caused a lot of wreckage. My drug habit was
1: expensive. Yeah. Um, I heard someone the other night said, $256,000, that's what they're... I mean, uh, I, Someone had figured, like, done the math.
0: On
2: what? Uh, somebody else's habit? habit? Yeah, no, oh, right, their yeah.
1: personal drug habit, what it cost them over the... You know? <laughs> yeah. I'm like, wow, that's... But...
2: And I could... I haven't, yeah. you know, done the math. Yeah, but, but it's... Lost opportunities, too. I had yeah. two career opportunities that I really screwed the pooch on. Yeah, um, yeah. And uh, so all the lost revenue from yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Um, and... Uh, you know, at one point it was like one hundred and thirty to one hundred and fifty dollars a day, yeah, just to be, just to get baseline, yeah, just mm. to function and show up. You know, yeah, which yeah, is because yeah. at the end, you know, after a couple of years of abusing all these legal substances, it wasn't about getting high anymore. Yeah. It was about getting well. Yeah, right. You know, I mean, it, I didn't. It wasn't recreational at that point. It was maintenance. Right, just trying to. Yeah, that's the worst yeah. part about it. You just need need it yeah. to stay. Yeah, yeah, and and it it happened so quickly. And then this last time with with alcohol, it got there real fast. Mm-hmm. It got from a couple nights a week. You know, God, I'm I'm I got so weird and anal retentive about my drinking, but I'd buy a pint. That was all I was going to have. Mm. I would do it between eight o'clock and ten o'clock. Mm-hmm. I'd pass out. And but over the course of a couple months, it became you know every night waking up in the middle of the night, panicked. Yeah. Um wow. And yeah, it and I knew what was coming. What was coming was drinking during the day and yeah. all that stuff. But yeah. Whew, it would have happened. Yeah. But fortunately, yeah. my that's one of the good things about being a raging, self-destructive <laughs> abuser is there, the curve can be rapidly accelerated. Yeah. And, you know, yeah. The, the slow death of of our disease can become you know when you have an appetite. <laughs> yeah. Um. It, it, yeah. I mean, I'm still relatively young and oh yeah um, yeah that's the the opportunity to have a future is very p- appealing to me so yeah <laughs> yeah
0: absolutely that's good yeah because the alternative just sounds exhausting even listening to you talk about that i'm just oh, like man it is exhausting it is exhausting <laughs> so um, that's let, cool. let me back up on a step nine though okay yeah. step nine if two alcoholics O each other step nines for something that occurred at the same time. This is like a, if one train leaves the station. Thing. <laughs> right. do, do they can't? Do, does it just zero, each zero out? Neither yeah. has to do it. Yeah, because they both fucked like, over each other fuck, at the same time during it, yeah. the same drunken
2: period. Yeah, it, it could can be. be. Can the you just you know what? <laughs> yeah. Right, right. Uh, uh, no, that's that's funny. Funny. <laughs> that's funny, and you know my my amends are uh, I I. I've made a few of them. Yeah, like my parents are both in recovery, yeah. so they know so they the deal. Um, yeah. You know, I mean, you called me. I did call you, yeah, my, my um,
1: a, I mean, not that you owed me one, but no, no. I I still feel like I owe I owe something. you.
2: I owe you know I owe both of you a lot, but yeah. Jeff, particularly Ooh. there at the end in March, um, when I was really, I was I would given up. I'd given up all hmm. hope. I was just drinking all day every day. I went on a 10 day bender. Jeff showed up at my apartment at least twice, one time with, <laughs> with St. The,
1: Louis's with finest. <laughs> you were all incensed. And I, was, and I was like, kind of like, should I bring the cops or not? But I love like, that you did that like, though. I, I, that's, that's I honestly, so and the only reason I did was I'm like I'm not sure what these bath salts actually do. But mm-hmm. I just remember that girl that wouldn't come out of her hotel room for 40 hours. So Michael, is he's in there doing these things? Is he crazy? Like, am yeah, I gonna open the yeah. door? He's gonna be like some <laughs> werewolf looking guy, like that was nut <laughs> and, and <laughs> and back
2: up, <laughs> Just a point of clarification. Yeah, that was that was I was drinking. Vodka and beer and and, and uh, using the fake weed. I've done the best salts in a
1: couple of years. Okay, and I didn't, but yeah. I didn't know what the difference yeah, was yeah, yeah. between but, fake
2: but weed and these. Come on now, don't yeah. be insulting. Yeah, yeah. yeah. come on. Please, hey, you see. know what? <laughs> listen, we're gonna split hairs here. Okay, sorry, bro. Because I'm gonna work in a few more
1: plugs for our sponsor. Yeah, the <laughs> St. Louis Police. <please>. Hey, listen. <laughs> like, the co- but the, when the police came in there, they they didn't want any part of any of it. They just no, like no. looked at you like, all right, he's alive. Yeah, they like,
2: <laughs> oh really? so, No, they were like, sir, do you have any intention of hurting yourself? I'm like, no, no, not at all. Can I get you guys something to drink? You know, I was like, "How about uh, this guy that drug us over here?" Right, exactly. (laughs) You want us to (laughs) (laughs) to to drag him out back and (laughs) give him learning? No, it was, it was. But once you have a clear head about it, yeah, and you can look back, you know, it was just an incredibly. selfless and cool thing to do
1: and, yeah, no. and our, it was funny me and, and our little, Zach
2: little Zach little God love little 20 yeah. something Zach mm-hmm. doesn't even have a problem mm-hmm. <laughs> he showed up at my place um, yeah. packed and, to the gills with compassion and
1: yeah. Yeah. empathy right oh it's just <laughs> yeah, a, he's such a good guy he's a li- and he would he would bring me food and What's well, fun? It's crazy because you just you see a person in their addiction, and if you know a little bit about it, you know this person cannot help what they're doing. They're completely in this disease. They're well, and totally you know they're gone, in pain. Totally they're in, in pain. They turmoil. Don't really want to be here.
0: Probably despair.
2: Totally. And, uh, yeah. You know, we've all been. Right? It's the worst. Mm-hmm. Um, it is the worst. It and there's the nothing. There's very little you can worst. do. At a certain point, crazy it's, part. Uh, I mean, once once I had I blew a job opportunity pretty badly. Yeah. And once that happened, I really. Um, I couldn't stop. I couldn't stop drinking. Yeah. Because all I wanted to do was, was not think. That's yeah, not the point. All I wanted to do was not face up what I'd done. Yeah. So um, and, I kept going for another, you know, eight, nine days after yeah. that. And to me, what's
0: interesting, and I'm just going to back up, because on a personal level, there's more crossover. This is a tight-knit community. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, professionally, in terms of what we do. Mm-hmm. And, you know, clearly, everybody listening can get that we're a tight-knit you know, trio professionally also and personally. Um, And uh, my wife actually plays a small part in this. She does. She has a cameo. Um, She has a cameo, a walk-on part. Yeah. Um, In that, I think one of the opportunities Matt might be referring to was um, at that agency. But, you know, what really surprised me, and the only reason I'm bringing this up is just the power to me, and I have to imagine it's denial, and correct me if I'm wrong, Mm -hmm. but, um, you know, she told me at one point, you went to... Uh, like a an offsite interview with her boss at the time, mm-hmm. and had a beer.
2: I did, and yeah. when she told me that, I mean that was like a gut like, punch. I'm like, what? That was that was a no. year. I was still working at the previous agency then, but yeah. but it, the wheels were coming off. Okay, I was one week um, from total uh, self destruction.
0: And week. but so in my mind, though, I mean that is well, that's absolute self destruction because all I could think was. I mean, you, you you had to know. I at some I, I would know, and you had
2: to, and, and did, you, did that cross your mind? Probably oh, not. Oh yeah, no, oh, it, it did. did, it did. Okay, but at that point, I I was entertaining the notion that somehow um, you could do this. I could pull this off. God,
0: that's crazy. So, because would you, you describe that as being in denial, where you do or I not?
2: I think it was denial, and also it was. Um, just the degree no because the degree the self-loathing was running so okay. deeply in me at that point right i mean i really felt completely empty right and, and worthless you know i mean my home life was falling apart mm-hmm. i was i'd been sleeping in our guest bedroom for a year at that right. point um and it was more uh it was a deliberate act of self-destruction you know when i look back at it mm-hmm. now i think I was self-sabotage mm-hmm. I, I didn't feel worthy of some of the good things that were happening mm-hmm. to me and uh I don't know. I don't know. Maybe that's a cop-out. But I, no. I wasn't thinking beyond what I felt would make me feel good in the moment. Sure. And I also felt in the long term that um, I'd either get away with it or... It's interesting. I, 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 it's funny. Um, in 2010, on Father's Day, I got a framed picture from my kids. Um, They're two essays. They both wrote about their dad. My daughter was five. I think my son was like eight or four and and seven or what have you Mm -hmm. and um i framed it and to hang in my office and on the back i wrote a note to myself and this was really like two and a half three years before my crash and i wrote matt don't forget to be grateful and don't fuck this up and i signed it to myself i still have it i'll have to show you guys because it creeped me out but i think i knew at that point that all signs were Oh, that's wrong. The news was in, and it wasn't good. Yeah, yeah. And I knew where it was going.
1: Hmm. Yeah. And um, well, I mean, that is the insanity. It is insane, insane. behavior. Yeah. yeah. Right. Absolutely. This, and we've talked about this before yeah, on the show yeah. that, like, some, some study, study found that
0: addicts, active addicts, you know, it's not just denial. They literally are incapable, their brains are incapable <laughs> of doing the work yeah. mm-hmm. to see what's going on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. like, like somehow neurologically yeah. incapable of putting it
2: all together Yeah, mm-hmm. and fix. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and having that clarity, but yeah, but just briefly to close the loop on, you know, Chris's wife, uh, <laughs> my wife, the tech to full circle, but she <laughs> gave me this, a great professional opportunity was willing to kind of roll the dice on me based on my ability. And, um, I was to start that job on March 31st of this past year. Um, Mm -hmm. it was a Monday and the Friday before I was to start, I, I wanted to get it out of my system. So I, I drank this. That's This is my favorite story. I drank and I had ordered some drugs online that showed up at my apartment that Friday. So, um, I used all weekend and, and never showed up for work Monday morning and, uh, um, slept through it. Mm. Um, And uh, and that was when you know I mean by afternoon of that first day because they knew my Mm -hmm. history you know but in any case that you know I've blown opportunities I've done some really underhanded horrible things Mm -hmm. in the throes of addiction but that one probably hurt the most Mm -hmm. because of the trust Mm -hmm. that was placed Mm -hmm. in me um, by by your wife Chris and uh, by the other um, sort of president of the agency they really they really were gonna roll the dice on me I had every intention of of making them proud and doing a great job but I was so sick at that point yeah. and and uh, um, but as part of that helped it helped me sure and the broad I mean, scheme of things that helped me is just bare and yeah.
1: mm-hmm.
2: I mean utter and I mean god we had already like hired some friends you know I was gonna be working with friends right. you know it was gonna be this really yeah. this was like the second right. um, yeah and uh, and I had every intention of that's the cunning, baffling, and powerful yeah. that Jeff was just talking about. I had every, every intention of, quote-unquote, getting it out of my system. And I just couldn't do it. Yeah. I couldn't physically or psychologically stop.
1: Isn't that crazy? And that is crazy. I'm going to start Monday. I'm going to order these things the Tuesday prior. I mean, this this thing. Friday, the plan. You're planning this you thing You and I out? went out
2: to dinner yeah. that week. Yeah. Tuesday night. Yeah. And you, yes, we yeah. ate
1: at that bar.
2: Yeah. And we Hugo's had a great bar. meal. And yeah. you were like, you know what? This yeah. is Cheers to a new huh, yeah. beginning for Matt and uh and yeah. And really things were starting to look pretty good, but yep. I hadn't, hadn't dealt so with yeah, exactly. I hadn't dealt with a lot of stuff. I had not dealt with a lot yeah, of stuff. That's amazing. Yeah. Um it's crazy. It's a crazy last week. So in any case, so I um, that was you know, in previous attempts at getting sober, um, when I came back to St. Louis um, last year. I remember talking to you, Jeff, and saying, well, you know, if I get my career back, Mm -hmm. and I get my, I get a nice apartment, Mm -hmm. and I'm able to see my kids a lot, and hell, I don't know, maybe even get a girlfriend now, we're getting crazy, then I'll be be happy, you know? And I never really understood that you had to put sobriety first. And Mm -hmm. even throughout, you know, throughout really my whole using life, I have that concept always eluded me because I was mm-hmm. always
1: chasing that next thing. If I get X, then I'll be happy. Mm-hmm. If I get this, then I'll mm-hmm. be happy. But that's yeah. exactly what, what I was talking about at the beginning when it had changed for you. Cause yeah. I remember thinking when you're telling me these things, the last, I'm like, yeah. oh, oh, you're not know. done yet. That
2: sounds pretty bad. <laughs> that's, I
1: like, that's not adding up brother. <laughs> sure, Matt. Yeah, yeah sure. Go let have, him go. <laughs> have some coffee. Um, <laughs> no,
2: you just hope. It's, it's, it, I don't know when, you know. um, But now it's not that. It's It's just so not about that, right? It's a lifelong affliction. No, it isn't about that because I, you know, I've gotten a pretty fair shake in life. And I know that if I
1: continue to
2: stay sober and be honest, that good things will happen. Totally. And so just in the very short time you've been here, good things have happened to you, right? Yeah. Yeah, I've been back in town six weeks. I got a job. I've been getting work. My work has been good i yeah. think my my writing is uh yeah, i'm you're back. pleased with it right now yeah. um reconnecting with you guys has yeah. been a hugely no yeah, we've had a couple of meals me. together now yeah, yeah we've broken bread yeah. um, Getting your program back on it's good get my program back <laughs> and you know i mean just just I don't know. I'm trying to surround myself with people more and Yeah. Uh, I've always been one of those lots of acquaintances, not many friends yeah. kind of guy.
1: But it's know. amazing now even that you've been telling me this is how many people have come to you with all kinds of problems to be friends with, you know? Yeah. It's funny when you when you're the one that's mm. been the mess and then you get so in a very short time people just become a ch- come to you with their problems right. and mm-hmm. and all of a sudden you're put in positions where you get to help others. Yeah. Which yeah. in all different ways. Right? Yeah, yeah. It's 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 bizarre. I've had
2: I've had people, friends, who are going through various things right now, substance and non substance related, who are yeah. like, Why did you do it? why did you say this is worth it? You know? Mm. Why <laughs> give it another Because I the community here is so small and tight knit mm-hmm. It's not just professionally friends. All of you know, my failures were really visible. Right. You know? Yeah. Um I really you know, lit a flare when I fucked up. <laughs> right. and, um, hey, look, that's mad. Yeah, yeah very grandiose <laughs> right. and, and bad. Right. But um, I don't know, and and it's just nice. It's nice to be able to, to feel as if you're helping somebody else, you know? Yeah. I mean, I'm certainly... At the First Step house in Chicago, they pump you through the program, and right away they want you to start helping mm-hmm. other guys. And mm-hmm. so I was able to, um, you know, create friendships with guys that were new in sobriety and talk to them and... Um, I'm still in touch with with some yeah. of those guys today, and uh, it's this has been these eight months have been like dog months, you know. They're <laughs> like uh, it, it's felt like a a long time because once you distance yourself from that chaos, yeah, um, it it just feels like you know you look back and it feels like a different life, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think when you're ready and you do
0: it, like it, all of a sudden it all comes sort of. I mean, also, you let it come flooding in, right? I mean, because yeah. before you hold stuff at bay, yeah, right? A yeah. lot of like, particularly for me, it was, you know, not not doing it through this, you know, arguably traditional uh, channel. But, um, yeah, when I was ready and I just opened myself up to being honest with myself, if nothing else,
1: you know, it was pretty... That, that was funny. When I first got sober, it, it took me a long time to quit lying. I was in such a mm-hmm. habit of lying. Oh, yeah. Right? It just was like the first my first answer to most everything was a lie. Even when I never, Mm. I didn't have to lie. Even lies that aren't, that (laughs) serve you better than the truth? Totally. Oh, yeah. The truth would have been, you know, (laughs) because you're in such a habit. So, you know, I just wonder how you're doing with that. Like, is it easy now just to be the truthful? Uh, I I
2: just, um. Yeah, well, like I said, you know, I lied yeah. to my sponsor tonight, and then I immediately yeah. called them back. Yeah. Like, no, I'm not, that wasn't true. Because
1: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there, there's lying. no reason for you to
2: lie. No, there's absolutely no reason to lie. Yeah. But you know what? I've, and it's something I've struggled with my entire life. I know. I mean, well before I was, you know, an active alcoholic or drug addict, I was, I, I, I had issues You're with the truth. full of shit. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, but, and you well, know well, what? and it's conflict avoidance,
0: right? Yeah. It's, Pardon me? It's conflict avoidance, it's, isn't it? Yeah. And it's trying to... Pave the smoothest path
2: possible for yourself to sort of and and I I'll tell you unequivocally, there are points in my life where lying has worked. Oh (laughs) I mean, I got my first my I got my first professional break lying. Mm. I I mean, you know I I should by all rights have failed out of college at one point. Lied (laughs) my way out of that. Oh, I met my future wife. (laughs) By lying, I t- I showed no. This is a brief diversion, but we, we were in a creative writing class together, and I showed up six classes in. So you know I missed the first five, and I I met with the professor and told him my dad, my poor dear father. I told him my dad had had a heart attack, and I lived on the east coast. And he's like, oh well, yeah, of course that's you know permissible. We'll let you in the class anyway. And uh, thank God he let me because I ended up meeting. I guess thank God I ended up meeting my you know future wife in that class. And, oh my God! But yeah, so lying was it was bedrock to me it was absolutely yeah. oxygen and you know it was part of every day yeah um and uh so shaking free of that has been yeah uh i don't know i i'd say it's a challenge but
1: so it's, it's been just easy it's the
2: line of demarcation yeah. it's like you know what why yeah not and, and i, and I needed to lose enough mm-hmm. and i needed to be broken yeah. down yeah. enough yeah. to where that was feasible for me the facade had to fall away to the point you know yeah um i'm with you through the the sort of various uh bouts
0: of sobriety and and relapsing Mm -hmm. were you open with your parents about all those
2: when they were active when they weren't active No, no 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 because my parents were were active you know my parents my my dad got sober at 63 yeah my mom at at 60 and um Fifty nine, sixty, and uh uh you know i mean they know i went into treatment mm-hmm. um they know that uh did, and did they support you oh yeah okay oh absolutely when you're in hazelton and in uh, yeah when Sobersome. i was in hazelton and then yeah the second place so we're living by the sea they absolutely supported me because you know nobody's more supportive than an active alcoholic right. to yeah. to someone who's trying to get sober yeah. i mean my gosh yeah because that to, there but for the grace of God, go we. And, right. and it's part of that whole, like, oh, you know, it, it, anything to deflect, right, to take exactly. eyes off of what you're doing, you know? Yeah. I mean, yeah. I've been in that situation before. He really needs help. <laughs> yeah. We really should help you know? him. <laughs> yeah. After we finish these beers, <laughs> right. we should go do something about this guy. So, um, um, no, they were really supportive, but I was never honest with them. Hmm. Um, Interesting. Uh, everybody, you know, it's the worst kept secret in the world. Yeah, it know? is. Because I... I uh, Did you think you were
1: fooling everybody? You obviously did. You have to. Yeah. Yeah,
2: Yeah, you have to. Believe me, the only person you're fooling is yourself. No, I know. Ultimately. Yeah. Worst kept secret in the world. I mean, my poor ex, I put her through hell. Yeah. Years of not really knowing what was going on and not... It's inability to open up and communicate. Mm -hmm. And uh, Oh, and all the shrinks I've bullshitted
1: over the years. (laughs) I think shrinks are cool with that, though. They're like... Well, you're paying me, so <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Is this gonna is All this right. still cash? Yeah. Is this still spend? You come in and lie to me <laughs> yeah, every week. Come I'm in drunky. Laid <laughs> <it> on thick. <laughs> yeah, really? <laughs> yeah,
2: I yeah. i I yeah, I've, I, yeah, I had an addiction counselor when I before I went to treatment the first time I had an addiction counselor and uh um yeah, that's a whole nother life. But in my late twenties I had a brief dalliance with uh smoking cocaine and cocaine Ooh, and I cool. used to uh yeah, Drink like uh, Tallboys and smoke uh, crack before I went into mm. his office to talk to him. And, uh, <laughs> and whose office? Uh, my counselor. my addiction counselor. Oh, yeah. your addiction yeah, counselor. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, I was, you know. I, I was, can't imagine that. <clears throat> I was tall boys and crack. <clears throat> tall boy, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. Tall boys and crack. I love that song.
1: <laughs> Me too. But
2: no, it was uh, yeah, yeah. So it's been it's That's
1: been funny. a lifelong thing, you know. Yeah, it has been. You've never Midtime. used successfully from the time you first picked up. No, always been a mess no, with your drug it's use. Always been a
2: mess. It really didn't. It really didn't <laughs> take off till my mid twenties. I'm 41 now, and uh, yeah, but yeah, it's been, yeah. it's been, it's never been a nice, clean, no transition. It's always I was been a problem down. drinker from the beginning. Yeah, it's just when you're in your early twenties
1: and, else and you're mm-hmm. in college,
0: yeah. everyone's a problem, sure. right? Well, that's yeah, we've talked about that. You can yeah. It's yeah. hard it really, to identify them. It really right. is. You throw a rock and you hit a. <laughs> yeah, unconscious
2: funny. person yeah but what's the problem they're already knocked out <laughs> but then yeah over time um yeah everybody else everybody else grew up and i didn't yeah. but i had the trappings of a grown-up so i figured well yeah. that's enough yeah right? i mean from the outside i look super grown up yeah i wear ties and shit but uh, it didn't work so we're glad you got sober we are yes. and, and you guys uh it's good. yeah i think this is wonderful what you're doing and uh, yeah. uh you know i i <clears throat> i don't know i it's so easy to just go into the recovery tropes but i really so many of them prove true and yeah. so many of them i believe in and, yeah. you know i'm just i'm a really grateful guy yeah and uh you know i'm i'm fortunate that i have you guys in my life couple of guys who've been around for a long time sober and um, it just makes it all the easier you know Mm -hmm. it's got that recurring theme of having some community and having some friends Yeah, Um, you know I, I didn't a lot of people, when they get sober, they have to leave their friends behind because all their mm-hmm. friends drank and right. used. And as a solitary drinker and user, I didn't have to do that. But, right. That's but it's difficult to have sober friends when you're not sober. So right. um, it's good. That,
1: you <laughs> know, yeah. it's, a, it's a riddle wrapped in Yeah. yeah. But you, you know what I mean. Are, yeah. you, are you speaking anywhere this week? We can could, we could invite the audience on down to listen to. It. <laughs> <laughs> I so know. if you want uh, to see Matt live, I'm going to be at the Ha Ha Hole. <laughs>
2: uh <laughs> open mic <laughs> yeah open mic uh got some props no i <laughs> smashing watermelons <laughs> yeah. bring your raincoats kids uh, no i i i'm at the point now where i genuinely look forward to AA meetings yeah good i genuinely you know and yeah. it's, it's not always there but yeah. i love my tuesday night meeting yeah i That's like a good meeting. my wednesday night meeting a good um meeting. and then my weekend meetings i go to i try predominantly go to men's meetings yeah. um one is a big book study or 12 and 12 study one is a speaker um friday night is the speaker and then the weekends one's a one's a step meeting mm-hmm. and one is a speaker meeting good and they're those the one the weekend ones are co-ed um but she and you know did. i when i was in the first step house mm-hmm. they say do 90 and 90 yeah and um see i don't know my my I've never been. I've done it before. It's the yeah. second time, I, this time I did like three hundred and ninety. Because right. wow. I lived in a recovery right. house. but right. but ninety and ninety imp- implies a uh, finality. It's finite. Oh, it's, right, what right. do you do on day ninety right. one? Right, you're done. You know, you get your mm-hmm. your mortarboard, and you don't. Do, so, um, but am I always going to go to five meetings a week? I don't know. Yeah, but, but I'm it, going to one tomorrow. I know, and so, it's funny. How many I, do you uh, go to a
1: week? I go to. I used to go to 2, now I go to 1, but I do this on my right. night nights which I feel is sort of a recovery thing. Sure, yeah. Keep your head in the game, I guess. Right. Mm-hmm. So, yes, one a week plus this. Mm-hmm. But I and I've been going to 2 for a long 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 time. Yeah. But oh, yeah. but the first couple of years I went to 4 or 5 a week and I did yeah. 99, and you just it's just what you do. Well, it, it's just it, what you do. It you know, <clears throat> I need to uh Yeah, I'm I mean, God, I'm That's
2: it. I'm single. I've been marginally employed I uh, have yeah. plenty of time on my hands mm-hmm. there's yeah. probably no better use of my time than exactly. to be um, you know
1: yeah. you can pass it on and help new guys or, and in yeah. the future that's again good.
2: it's that prioritization you know yeah. I mean I, I, don't, I don't even try to look at it as a list and sobriety yeah. needs to be number one sobriety is that's why I can have a list yeah if I'm not sober, I don't get a list. Right. Um, so true. I, I won't have those things to prioritize. And I didn't. People used to say, everything you put in front of your sobriety, you'll lose. And I was like, that's good for you. Yeah. But I'm going to keep stuff. Mm-hmm. And then I <laughs> didn't. And they were, again, God, you, right they were right. right. right so, Isn't that sons funny. of
0: bitches. And yeah, I, I always feel like I have to qualify this mm-hmm. because it feels insulting, but like, you know, I've said before, like if I relied on getting to a meeting <laughs> yes. to be sober, I mean, it wouldn't happen for you. I, it wouldn't happen. Right. Like I've been to two, you know, yeah. uh, one in the interest of sort of like, you yeah. know, just interest, you yeah. know, with, with mm-hmm. you that you finally mm-hmm. got me mm-hmm. to Jeff. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the, f- I went the next week by myself and then I just, I had every intention of going to a third, but you know, I call it my two and two, two meetings in two weeks. <laughs> <And> <laughs> my, you know. two, my two and two. <laughs> and uh, I love it. And then, yeah, it just, I don't know. It just doesn't same happen. Thing. Same um, thing. Well, so it's not my thing. But it, But it, here's what here's I'm coming to. It's like, well, and this is neither here nor there for this show. But it's like, I feel like, uh, you know, for those people that, there are more people like me. And I want to also, you know, think about, like, what what do they do? You know, what, mm-hmm. how do I go yeah. to, if it's not mm-hmm. going to a meeting. Right? Yeah. Anyway, and, and sorry, and I derailed it. Go ahead. No, no, but no, I. No, no, It's an
1: interesting thing, because I keep, I keep thinking about that, like, the, Things that keep you out of the meetings—you don't want to be those things that keep you drunk. I guess is what where it right. comes from is when right. Matt was given the gift of desperation. It didn't matter whether he wanted to go to a meeting or not, you have to go to a right. meeting. Mm-hmm. That's that's right. That's right, 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 so. right. So when you get that gift of desperation, that's that's the one thing that's out there. It's everywhere you can go. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But if you're so you have such social anxiety that you have the gift of desperation, but cannot make it mm-hmm. to a meeting. I don't know, and, it's you, not, and you might know more of what else you could yeah, do. But it's not even a social anxiety for yeah. me at this point. It's just it's not, snake. it's not fitting
0: it in. But at this point, too, I also don't have. Sorry, I'm waving my mic around. Yeah. People, <laughs> uh, I, I don't. Uh, <laughs> You don't have that. I don't have the desperation. Yes. Right. And, and I guess what I'm thinking about, there are people out there like the first thing I do is recommend people to go to a meeting. Sure. If they're mm-hmm. like, I have a problem with AA, I have yeah. a problem with the religious aspect, I have a problem with this, that, or the other, and mm-hmm. then I'll go, well, try a smart meeting. I've never been to one, but yeah. try you know, mm-hmm. but it's like mm-hmm. that that's what I encourage people yeah, to yeah. do. And I guess that's the answer.
1: Yeah. Just go to some even, sort of meeting. Be around people Yeah, and I would say I wouldn't key. get I think But even the religious thing gets such a bad, bad rap within recovery. It, it, and at the very beginning, I wouldn't worry about any of that stuff. I know, it's that's
0: just, what... Even just, I, yeah, who... Didn't, right? Not particularly... I wouldn't... I, you know. I would say, don't worry. Don't just work, go. I'd <laughs> be worry. around the people, right? Yeah. And that's what we got it's it's to the earlier, fellowship, yeah. the fellowship. Truly. It's like, go be around people that have been through what yeah. you've been through. They're, they're, those people are not drinking And right figure now. it out while you're there. Don't. You know, mm-hmm. if, if you want another option, figure that out while you're <laughs> right. at AA or something, or wherever, smart meeting, or whatever. Sorry, I got...
2: But And I will say, Chris... you know to this is the the little asterisk here is that when i was really struggling and i i had lost uh my job in 2012 you and i went out for coffee and you had said to me on no uncertain terms you said i will go to my first meeting with you Mm. if you need to go to a meeting you know and i and that i thought that was a really cool moment but you know i mean the, the whole god thing i um I mean, I asked my parents to get excommunicated from the Catholic Church when I was 18 years old. I've been a lifelong, <laughs> and they and they called my well. That's a long story in and of itself. But the point the point is, um, you know, it's just to me. It's just about believing in something, and I'm mm-hmm. not talking about a spiritual entity or a being. It could be just a belief. You know, I mean, I, I believe in the universe, and I've never been to space. I don't um, <laughs> that you know. of. But no, you know, I mean, I. It's just the, the ability to shelve. Your objections about anything your yeah. cynicism about anything it's so not religious and um, right. yeah. um for a long time that was my way
1: out yeah it was it my is, way it,
2: out it, was well the god thing i know uh, and in some ways
1: you hear that and for 99 percent of the people you hear that from it's just an ex it's an excuse so that's the reason you're gonna stay drunk right
2: i think it's, i think
1: so hey and i'm not i'm still unabashedly
2: in a lot of regards, I'm, I'm an atheist, you know, I think, Truly. I I mean, think when we, we die, we're worm food had, and I'm cool with that. Yeah. But I also, um, I believe in a higher purpose right. and whatever that purpose sure. is. And yeah. I believe in the cumulative power of human yeah. experience mm-hmm. and being around, you know, there's something about, um, about shelving your objections and being open and yeah. willing. Yes. Right. And, uh, and whatever it, it looks like for
1: different people, you know. That's exactly. And
2: that's it. That's mm. all
1: it is. It's just that little bit of belief. And I believe in sweet baby Jesus. No, yeah.
2: <laughs> who is like kind of like Santa Claus. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I don't. I don't. Just, that's just me, but. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I and mean, we've had Joe uh, yeah. from Rebellion Dogs yeah. uh, on before. I don't know if you've, you're getting I'm through them. But even I mean... Um, you know, there's this whole
1: movement, agnostic, yeah. uh,
0: agnostic AA, yeah. mm-hmm. um, and they just had their first annual. Yeah. I think it's going to be annual first conference, major
1: national conference in, in on the Santa West Coast. Monica, yep. yeah, within the last month. Um, yeah, so, so there's a lot of people that have that struggle. Yeah, and
0: mm-hmm. I think now, if yeah. that's an objection, there are certainly
2: options. Yes.
1: Um, so. You know, and so I mean,
2: much of it is semantics and yeah you know i mean i i just uh, i needed to get really uh really dumb yeah i tried to think my way sober for a long time mm-hmm. i tried to rationalize everything mm-hmm. in my mind and have an order to it and an internal logic and at the end of the day um you know i just had to really really simplify it mm-hmm. and uh, uh and so you know and it's worked for me i, I don't think mm-hmm. too hard about it i just kind of do stuff i yeah. try not to Think. Totally, that's, and that's, a,
0: that's the awesome. trouble too. Is like intellectual objections yeah. to it. I mean, it's an irrational thing. You yeah, know, it's, right. it's an irrational. So your intellectual right.
2: of it just right, right, something p- that defies logic. Right. You're trying to plug it right. into this logistical framework, mm-hmm. and it's just that's yeah. a recipe for fail. All right,
0: Darn. anybody got any plugs? <laughs> 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 Where are you going to be later this week, Jeff? <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> right.
2: No, it's. I appreciate you guys having me on. I'm. Uh, I'm a big fan. Well, cool. and I mean, we're
0: we'll, we'll, we need we we'll find you something. On. And you're always, you know,
1: welcome yeah, back. Here. Welcome That's back uh, yeah, welcome
0: mm-hmm. back. But I think, a, a, I
1: think you should write something. I think we're going to develop a, a show for the, yeah, yeah something yeah, fun. Something there, you know, I'm always, a yeah. uh, video. No shortage of silly ideas. Yeah. And
2: uh, certainly, yeah. no, I, I'm, I'm, like I said, I, you know, this, this, being sober, talking about sobriety mm-hmm. um, is, is, the most important thing in my life. Yeah. So.
1: Well, I mean, the fellowship essentially is this experience, strength, and hope. That's what you're sharing with other people. I mean, that's what it is, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's why you can. Yeah. Yeah. And so it's that's why this is all funded or all worth doing because it's just sharing <laughs> that, right? Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, in, Absolutely. again, we've
0: talked about like mm-hmm. one person, you know, right? You know, and even if just one person and, and more than one <laughs> one has, you know, writes us an email or a tweet or whatever that yeah. says mm-hmm. that this is doing something for them, you know, it makes it. Mm-hmm. Uh, worth it because. Alright, brother. Uh, anyway.
1: So we'll see you in the yeah. meetings. <laughs> Is that your send off? Yeah. Hey, man, see That's in the meetings.
2: Great. <laughs> I'll see you in the streets. <laughs> <laughs> thanks, guys. Alright, yeah. thanks.